News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. A message that is sorely missed in a teenager's world today is it's okay to be okay. I think our teenagers are given the idea that if they do not have a mental health issue, they are just normal and average. That is not an attractive identity for a teenager. They are the words of our next guest, Richard Hogan, Clinical Director of Therapy uh, Institute. Uh, He was writing in the Irish Examiner. Richard, you think we have a problem? Good morning, Shane. Um, I do think we have a problem. I think the um, if we look at the data over the last, say, 10 or 15 years of the mental health promotion in schools, I think we, we would be accurate to come to the conclusion that it hasn't decreased mental health uh, dysphoria amongst our teenagers, but increased. And so we have to look at the messaging and say, well, is the messaging appropriate? So is the messaging, is the messaging healthy? And what I, you know, what I see in my own experience, I've been working in schools for over 20 years, you know, and in universities and, and more recently as a clinical psychotherapist and working with teenagers for many years. What I see is that, uh, you know, the message that it's okay not to be okay in some ways endorses. I mean, that's a well-intended, well-intended message and it's meant to take the stigma out of mental health, which is a very important thing. And I'm not for one moment suggesting that we don't talk about mental health, but we have to look at the messaging and say, are we telling our children that it's okay to be okay? Are we telling them that it's okay to thrive? Or are we suggesting, because they're so suggestive, Shane, teenagers are so suggestive, are we suggesting to them through all this literature and all the talk about mental health dysphoria and and self-harm and eating disorders, are we suggesting for them ideas that are negative? And I would say, if you looked at the data, we'd have to come to the conclusion that we are. Too much introspection in your view? I think absolutely. And if you look at depression, you know, if you, if you sit clinically with someone who's in a depressive episode, there's, a, there's an incredible amount of I, me, mine. And that's not selfishness. That's like deep introspection. And the more we promote deep introspection amongst our teenagers, I think the more we're going to lead them into this uh, conversation and, and this feeling of all be, being unwell. And I think that's what we need to move out from. And I think the selfie, we're, we're in the age of you know, extreme individualism. I think the selfie is a good analogy for it. Everything is looking inwards. Nothing is looking outwards. And if you've, if you're just, if you're experiencing, a, a, you know, a mental dysphoria or depression, the best way out of that is to look outwards, to look and think about others, and to work in the interests of your future self, and to put a plan in place and to move forward. The last thing you need to do is, you know, be inert and stay still. And sometimes I think that's what we're promoting. So. Like what do we do? Because look, and, uh, it's important to stress, and and you write in the piece that you're you're not in any way suggesting, uh, and and you make the point that there there are, of course some teenagers will need medical intervention, and this Absolutely. can be life saving in many cases. So it's uh, just important to get that out there, yeah. Just in case people are texting, you're not minimising this uh, issue for 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 some people. But how do we change that narrative? How do we make it less uh, less negative uh, and 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 more positive? Yeah, I suppose that's what I, what's really what made me write the article, and, and uh, I think it's something we have to really look at, Shane, because I think the people that we bring into our schools to talk to our teenagers is something that needs to be looked at, and I and I see this as something that really causes me a lot of alarm. You know, I, I see a lot. Of, that's why I said it reminds me of the diet uh, fad of the nineties, because a lot of people were involved in that, and made a lot of money. Who did a lot of harm, and the first thing you must always do is do no harm. And you have to look at the messaging that people who come into your school system and talk about mental health. And I, I see very little positivity coming out of those conversations. It's all about their anxious life and how they've lived with depression or they've lived with whatever mental health dysphoria they've had. But there's no messaging around 
how do you thrive? How do you really reach in your life and become something, you know, become who you want to be? And the, the message I always say to teenagers, and it comes from Carl Jung, is you're not what happened to you. You're who you choose to become. And there's where you need to change the messaging. You have power here. You have an incredible amount of power in your life. And of course, as you said, some selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors will help children who've got a biological disturb- disturbance. But the vast majority, and I mean that, Shane, the vast majority of teenagers I've worked, I mean ni- over 99%, haven't an imbalance, in a chemical imbalance in the brain. They have an imbalance in their environment. They have an imbalance in the ecology. They have an imbalance in their family or their peer group. And so, uh, you know, a tablet's not going to so- solve that problem. Uh, is it possible, though, that we, we just do have a mental health crisis epidemic uh, at the moment that modern society is just incredibly complex incredibly difficult to navigate your your way through and and that there is a toll that it takes on people particularly teenagers well interestingly enough research would have said in the 90s they were they would have thought that adolescents don't suffer from mental health and don't suffer from depression right and that obviously has changed thankfully that's increased over over the our understanding has increased over the last number of years and i would say we probably are in the middle of an epidemic and of course the pandemic is something that we have to look at too but um yeah i i, I think that's true that we're in the middle of an epidemic but we have to look at the messaging i think the messaging needs to change and i think teenagers in particular are incredibly suggestive and something i often do um as i I'd sit down with 20 teenagers and tell them something negative and then come back to them to see, are they thinking that or are they thinking something positive? I do a little bit of research on it. And if I told them that, you know, if you get a pain in your foot uh, and that can lead to, you know, a blood clot and you can die. And I come back and ask them in a half an hour, what, what are you feeling? They'll tell me, I've got a pain in my foot now. And that's what teenagers are like. And so if we go into a school system, we tell them uh, and, and we talk about, you know, all this, all these terribly negative stories. I think we're suggesting for them and I think we're making it attractive because fundamentally, I think we're telling them implicitly a message to be okay and to thrive is just ordinary. And so you need a mental health condition here to, to stand out and to be, to, to, to you know, to, to struggle is some, yeah. uh, somehow attractive. Did you and get a backlash get from people when you expressed those views in your column? Um, no, not really. I, I have to say the vast majority of people supported it yeah. and said, yeah, they see it, they see, they see it as, as the same. They said they've never see, heard it expressed that way, but they've been thinking it for a long, for a long time. Okay. All right. Really interesting. Um, Thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Uh, Richard Hogan there, Clinical Director of Therapy Institute, columnist uh, with the Irish uh, Examiner. Uh, Let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. By the way, if you were affected by uh, the topic raised this morning, you can contact the Samaritans Helpline on 116123. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.